The scripture this morning is from Luke 19, 1 through 10. He entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he couldn't see because he was very short in stature. So he ran ahead and he climbed up a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry, come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He's gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Looking at Jesus from up in a tree is kind of like doing church from up in the balcony. You know, I kind of, you get a different perspective up here. And being, doing church from up here in the balcony, it's kind of nice. You get, no one really looks at you. You can kind of watch what's going on, but you don't really have to get terribly engaged. You know, no one's going to, no one's going to see if you're singing or getting involved in the, in the prayers or anything like that. And no one's going to see if you're paying attention or if you're playing on your phone. And of course, right now, like Zacchaeus and Jesus, the kids are panicking because they, everyone's looking up here and looking at them and noticing that they're on their phones. <laughs> and you don't always see yeah, I see, of course, I always remind them, I see them all the time. I can see everything that they do <laughs> up here, but you, uh, you all don't see that. And I think Zacchaeus, sometimes I think Zacchaeus climbed up that tree in the hopes of being out of the way, not seen by anybody, and just catch a glimpse of what Jesus, what this whole Jesus business was about without, while avoiding all the fuss of actually having to kind of engage with all of that, and in the hopes of not being seen himself but of course Jesus was gonna was gonna have none of that I'm gonna go ahead and come on back down but Jesus Jesus was gonna have none of that Jesus said 
to Zacchaeus as he came into Jericho. And of course, he was planning to just pass on through. He was just passing through and there were crowds gathering all around. But Jesus came into Jericho and caught hold of, uh, caught sight of Zacchaeus up in that tree. And uh, he and his disciples came through the crowd and caught a glimpse of Zacchaeus up there. And Jesus approached that tree and I'm sure Zacchaeus thought to himself, uh-oh, here comes trouble. <laughs> he saw me. Just like some of them kids sometimes when I catch their eye. <laughs> and Jesus said, Zacchaeus, come down out of there. I'm going to come to your house today and we're going to enjoy a meal together. And of course, Scripture... Scripture seems to imply that Zacchaeus was pretty enthused about this, but I have to wonder, I have to wonder if Zacchaeus was a little put off. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> everyone's looking, this is great. Not that these people like Zacchaeus in the first place, you know, we've, we've talked about tax collectors a lot around here, and this was the chief tax collector, which means that he was chiefly hated by everybody. <laughs> Uh, and nobody liked him. So here everyone who hates him is looking at him and Jesus. And Jesus is going, I'm going to come to your house. And he's going, that sounds great. Jesus, come on in. You know, I don't want to be embarrassed in front of everybody. Why don't we go ahead and I guess we're going to go to my house. <laughs> and they go there. But what we're told is that Jesus and Zacchaeus go. And Zacchaeus... Uh, what is lovely about this is Zacchaeus is permitted to extend some hospitality to Jesus. You know, and, and what a gift that is. I was thinking about this as I was preparing for this sermon this week, and I thought, Zacchaeus probably has not had someone over to his house, a, a Jewish friend. He's probably had people over at his house, but he, he has not probably entertained someone in the Jewish tradition for years. He has probably not been able to get out his uh, kosher dishes and, you know, get out the good, uh, the, the kosher uh, utensils and get out the good plates that his, his mom had given him. Right, and he probably did not had not made had the the cooks make uh, uh, that recipe for uh, you know the kosher dish for a long time, and he had not extended hospitality, which is such a central value among the Jewish people, extending hospitality to the stranger. He had not probably performed that particular uh, ritual of Jewish um, identity for some time. What a gift that was from Jesus to Zacchaeus. And what a reminder to Zacchaeus of who he is and where he came from. Zacchaeus, I'm going to come to your house. And you're going, to, you're going to put on a nice little party for me. 
in the Jewish tradition. And you're going to extend some hospitality to me in the Jewish tradition. And I'm going to repeat the Shama as I even though your, your, uh, your mezuzah is probably not on your door anymore. But I'm going to touch the door and I'm going to say the Shama as I walk into your house and bless this house. And we are going to light a candle and we're going to say some Jewish prayers and speak some words. And you are going to wash, your servants probably will wash my feet in that tradition. And we'll wash our hands in the Jewish tradition. And we will share in this custom from our heritage. What a, what a gift and what a blessing that probably was. And what an intimate thing, uh, the meal, this is another important point, is that, that sharing a meal with someone was such an intimate thing in the, in, in the first world, you know. Now we go to restaurants and we sit with people and we ignore them and we get on our phones and everything. And it's, it's intimate and it's not intimate and it's, you know, it's all these things. Meals don't have the same significance. But in the first century, it was an incredibly intimate thing. You don't have meals with people you don't uh, share some affinity for. And that's why everyone was so shocked at this. I can't believe he's dining with a sinner like Zacchaeus. That's just, that's just un, you know, unseemingly. That's terrible. But they had... Some kind of exchange. Something happened in the midst of that. There was, a, there was a transformation that happened in the midst of that. In the midst of Zacchaeus being permitted to extend some hospitality. In the midst of Jesus affirming him as a person worthy of having that kind of intimate relationship, having a meal with. In the midst of whatever kind of conversation they had that day, a transformation took place. Something happened that day and Zacchaeus walked away completely changed. Never to be the same again. And I lay odds, if I were, to, if I were a betting man, I would lay odds that he left the tax collecting business and went on to be, be something else. Because we are told that that day he promised to repay everything, everyone he's wronged. He promised to give away his possessions to the poor. A dramatic gesture that signified something dramatic had happened to him that day. Boy, when was the last time something that dramatic happened to you? When was the last time Jesus transformed your life in that dramatic of a fashion? How long has it been? How long has it been? I guess I wonder why is that? Why are we not experiencing that kind of transformation as much 
Is it because, you know, you know, for a lot of us, maybe that happened a long time ago and we think we don't need to be transformed anymore. Maybe, you know, I feel pretty good the way I am. I don't need transformation. That might be one of the, one of the things. Another thing I think we tell ourselves is, you know what? Uh, I don't think I can transform. I think this is as good as it gets, Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is as good as you get. I'm not... I'm not, I'm not a bad person. I'm not particularly a good person. <laughs> uh, I do some things, you know, I, I try not to be this way, but, and then sometimes I try to think about you, and other times I, I can completely forget about you, and all of those things, and I think that's about as good as you're going to get. Sometimes I think we sell ourselves short, and we say to ourselves, I, I really can't be transformed. Or maybe more likely, I don't want to. You know, I don't really want to. I don't want to get transformed. I kind of like this, you know, one foot in, one foot out kind of posture. <laughs> and just dangle a foot. But the lesson I think Zacchaeus learned and the lesson I think we have here is that you cannot, we cannot experience real transformation from up in the treetops. We cannot experience real dynamic change. We cannot experience all that Christ has in store for us. We cannot feel the warmth and the love of God from far off. We can't hope to, to be up in a tree and watch from a distance for fear that God and Jesus, that, that Christ, that God through Christ will get too close and yet hope to be touched somehow, hope to reap some kind of benefit, hope to gain something from it. You can't, we can't be just observers like Zacchaeus wanted to be. Zacchaeus wanted to be an observer. We can't do that and hope to see anything change in our own lives or in the world around us. We cannot merely hang on to the branches. We have to climb down when Jesus calls, we have to climb down and have that face-to-face, deep, intimate, I'm going to stay at your house experience. Jesus got all up in Zacchaeus's business, you know, when someone comes here, and like, without any notice, too, like, I'm coming now, <laughs> which, you know, if someone did that at my place, it would be a disaster. It'd be like, oh, no, I can't believe it. And, you know, it'd be, it'd be one of these things like, oh, uh, you know, can you give me five minutes? And you run in and you do, you're shoving things in closets and stuff like that. Uh, it was like right up in his business. And his life was transformed for it. And I think this is what Jesus came for, this is what Jesus longs for, this is what it is all about. Jesus didn't 
come all this way. Jesus didn't die on a cross and rise in three days and hand off to us the Holy Spirit and continue on for 2,000 years to get to this point to just be watched from a distance. (laughs) Jesus wants us to come down and be transformed. Come down and experience what real, true intimacy with God can be. A transformative experience where God shows you your best self. Jesus calls us to come down and to put our, our best selves to work, to find purpose within ourselves. I said it was a gift that Zacchaeus was able to extend some hospitality. It is a gift that God demands things from you, that God has given you gifts and purposes and callings and things to do in this world and then says, go do it. I need you to do these things. Because the gift that comes out of that is that when we do, when we respond to that calling, when God calls us, when God empowers us, when God fills us with the Holy Spirit and we get our gifts working and and we start working together to make a difference in the world, the blessings that come out of that cannot even, I cannot even begin to be explained. What a rich harvest of blessing it is to your life. To a point that you go, what have I been doing with my life? To a point where people start to go, you know what, I'm I'm not going to do this anymore. And they come down out of the tree and they experience that time with Jesus and they, they stop drinking because drinking was screwing up their lives and their families' lives and they say, I'm not going to do that anymore. And they come down out of the tree and they have an intimate time with Jesus Christ and they say, I'm not going to do that job anymore because that job is sucking the life right out of me and I'm going to go find something else that is going to bring joy into my life. There's got to be another way to make a buck Amen? And they leave their job and they go find something else. And they say, maybe I don't need so much money. Take something that gives them joy. And they come down out of that tree and they have an experience with Jesus Christ and they say, I'm going to face down those things that have been eating away at me and I'm going to stop being a victim over and over and over again and I'm going to face those things that have hurt me from my childhood till now and I'm going to give them over and I'm not going to let them hurt me anymore so that I can live the full and abundant life that Jesus Christ has promised me. Come down. And they say, I am going to stop Focusing in on me, and I'm going to look out there. I'm going to figure out what I can do. Because I'm tired of watching this world implode on itself. 
And I know that Jesus has a better plan than the ones we're doing right now. <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. And Jesus calls us to come down and to let Him tell us we're loved, we're accepted, and we're affirmed in who we are. We're going to start living that way. It's my prayer today. We find within ourselves the desire and the strength to hear Jesus calling, Come down out of that tree, Curtis. I want to have a deep and abiding friendship that transforms your life. Not a not an acquaintance, Facebook kind of friendship, but a deep, hold your hand while you go in for surgery kind of friendship. Be there when your child is born kind of friendship. Be there when you take your last breaths kind of friendship. Jesus wants transformation and nothing less for your life my prayer that as we hear this story today about Zacchaeus wasn't looking for it but got it my prayer that we also hear Jesus calling us to come down embrace a life full of transformation in the hopes of a deep and abiding and fulfilling life with Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Loving God, as we, we hear this story of Zacchaeus anew, and we, we recognize that he, he didn't know what to expect when Jesus came over for dinner. We also kind of don't know what to expect sometimes. And that gives us trepidation and fear. We pray, God, that we would let go of our fear and come to you with our hearts wide open, allowing you to bring us down out of the tree that we might feel your hand clutching ours your arms wrap around us that we might know you in a deep and meaningful way a transformative way we ask all these things in the name of Christ <laughs>